we're live. Live. From our pod. Are you still on the spaces? <laughs> Am I still what? Are you still on a blankie fort? Mm-hmm. Yep, my little blanket fort in the basement. And every time I have to like whoosh the blanket back over myself, I'm like, it's probably full of spiders. One of these days, I just feel like a bunch wow. of spiders are going to fall on Ooh. me because it's in the basement and it scares me. Do you have stress dreams about spiders? Mm, sometimes, yeah. Mm. I One of my most common stress dreams is, ugh, I had it this morn. It's terrible. It's that I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, like I hate hotel bedding. <laughs> it's really upsetting. <laughs> like I, I am barely. I, I like wake up really panicked, thinking I'm covered in hotel bedding. <laughs> I thought, but you it's my rose. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> where's the rest of it? <laughs> no, that's it. I just really don't like hotel bedding. It, or like sheets that aren't mine. So sometimes I wake up in a panic thinking I'm in a hotel bed and that the sheets are on me. That's rough. (laughs) I'm so sorry that happened to you. (laughs) Well, it was, it, it was very stressful this morning. Mm -hmm. No, I believe you. I'm, I'm truly sorry. My uh, oldest is so terrified of spiders that the other day, they both ran downstairs to like grab a toy that had fallen down there or something. And our basement is unfinished. So it's just kind of like a, a spider, spider hangout. haven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they get all the way to the bottom of the stairs. My youngest comes up and then I hear the oldest go like, mom, 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 come here. I need you mom, mom. And so I go there. I'm like, what? She goes, there's a spider. And I'm like, okay, well, can you like walk past it? She's like, no, it's at the bottom of the stairs. So she like it will has not a gun. go past it. <laughs> it's threatening. I'm like, okay. So I come down and like, I mean, I've seen bigger spiders, but it was, you know, it was gross. I don't like spiders. And I said, okay, well, it's not, it's not going to like come at you. So can you please just like come up the stairs and I will go get a fly swatter and take care of it. This, this girl fucking launches herself at the stairs, falls down, has hurt her foot now, is lying on the stairs crying closer now to the spider than if she had just calmly walked up the stairs. And I'm looking at her and I was like, what was your thought process behind that? What what was going through your head that you thought you should leap to the stairs? Also, I thought, didn't she dress up as a spider for Halloween a few Halloweens ago? Yeah, she did. I well, what I the don't fuck's know. that about? I don't know. But you know, Harry Potter has actually really reinforced the spider fear because there's that really big spider in like the yeah. third one. And that one, I mean, again, I'm not a big fan of spiders, but I wish I could have had on camera the way she leaped and then tumbled and fell. <laughs> As I looked at her trying to, yeah, and I'm like, okay, you can't be like insensitive. You need to comfort her because she was clearly hurt. And I I felt bad about that. (laughs) But I was also like, (laughs) you did this to yourself. This was preventable. Exactly. Like, but but why would you do that? And then I killed the spider. And my girls were really impressed with me, which is a rare thing. 
Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, especially for the oldest. They think I am a stupid idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Your oldest. So it's really cute because we have the the messaging app now. Yes. So she'll message me at like six in the fucking morning, (laughs) which is adorable. I have do not like I have sleep mode on my iPhone, so like nothing's bothering me. Oh, good. But. I'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm not a rookie here, so I'll see these <laughs> messages, and I'll be. But I I understand that like to her, like kids are kids are really self centered. Not in like I don't mean that in a douchey way, but in a like she doesn't understand that like I don't normally get up at that time, and yeah. that because I don't have kids, I'm not up at that time, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm like I don't want her feelings to be hurt when I don't respond for like three and a half hours so you know usually i'm just like oh like oh sweetie i'm so sorry i didn't see your message so then she she tells me she's like well i can it's really easy i can show you how to turn notifications on (laughs) your phone and i wanted to be like listen the fuck up (laughs) if you are old enough to listen to the podcast your mom and i are doing we are going to have an episode on technology and we were born before it and grew up with it i know how to turn fucking notifications on my phone and so i was like no i have them on <laughs> but i'm like trying to explain to her that because like she was wanting to video chat me like in the middle of my work shift and i was like oh i'm like i'm so sorry i'm just seeing this now like i can't and so she's like well i'll tell you how to like she kept going like i'll tell you how to turn it out and i'm like no put, <laughs> like, I, and i was like issue. <laughs> Poodle noodle, I have them on. I ha- I like I have notifications on. I'm like sometimes I just miss them because I'm doing, you know, other things. And she's like, "Well, I'll show you anyways." And then she sent me a bunch of f- screenshots of how to do it. And what? I was just like, "Yeah. How did yeah, she know no, I- a screenshot? I didn't teach her any of this." Well, I mean, she's growing up when there's only been technology. So, I like know. it makes sense, but it's just funny cuz I think she's probably used to like mom and grandma and maybe dad to an extent. And I mean, like you're tech savvy, but like not super. So I don't, I don't know, but she's probably mostly used to like having to show mom and like dad how to work their own TV and whatnot. But it was funny. Cause I, I didn't want to be a bitch to a nine year old <laughs> who just really thought I didn't understand. And I was like, no, sweetie, I have notifications on, but I'm not responding. Like, I love you, but I will never text you back at six 30 in the morning. Like I just won't, that won't happen. <laughs> Never. If I text you back at 6.30 in the morning, I am in distress. Call 911. Get your mommy. Get your mommy and have her call 911. (laughs) There's a spider. But I think it is that nine-year-old thing. She literally thinks most of the adults in her life are just barely smart enough to function. So it does not surprise me that she was like, you dumb idiot, I'll show you how to get notifications to turn on. And so you can always hear my notifications because that's clearly the problem. Because like, why wouldn't you respond to me otherwise? (laughs) What else are you doing? And it's really like, you can't explain, like, I I can't explain that. I'm like, I love you, but it's not anything to do with not loving you. But sometimes I see those notifications and I just don't respond. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm going to go to work in an hour and I'm going to have a really long shift. And I wanted to do other stuff than video chat. And I feel guilty about it. So I'm going to pretend I didn't see it because I don't want to be like, hey, I don't want to right now. Right. Because because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Which feels really shitty. But it's something like I don't have to like you don't have to explain to your friends of like, hey, it's been three hours and I'm responding now because that's just like texting culture. But you can't say that to a nine year old because that'd be a straight up bitch move. Yeah. No, exactly. So it, it was funny. It was funny. Is this very long point? 
The point is nine-year-olds are selfish and scared of spiders. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. That's the lesson. Well, speaking of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was vaguely creepy. Yeah, it's, it wasn't my strongest work. But I don't have a strongest work. So, you know, what do we have to compare it against? Yeah, you're building up that resume now. I am. Yep. Uh, so I will start this episode with na, 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 na. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm at a middle school talent show with somebody who didn't love their kid enough to not let them perform that. No, see, if that were the case, I would be singing My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion like every other fucking person in elementary school did who could not sing. Do you remember that? Your two friends, didn't they sing that in karaoke and mom can like, wasn't there was a song? No, no, no. It's, I know what the song was. I don't even have to ask. It was Arms Wide Open by Creed. (laughs) And yes, they sang that on repeats. Obi, should I have that played at my wedding? No, it'll trigger me. Should I have that played at my wedding and be like, Mom, we're doing a daughter-mother dance? Why would you do that to her? Why would you do that to our own mutt? No, she will walk. I'm confident that she will walk away from you. I she hope, will leave you, you know on that what? dance floor. My hope is that Mom gets a little drunk at my wedding. I mean, I'm sure she will. I will true. She has a drink and a half. She'll be toasted. (laughs) But she will still leave you if you play that song. I'm yeah, no guarantee. Don't do that. It might still go on there. Might still go. Okay, sorry. Continue. Okay. Na 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 na. (laughs) This is the actual theme song for Clarissa. It's just na 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 nas. But there's an all right, all right, a way cool, another all right, all right, another way cool, and then it ends with just do it. Oh, I don't know. That's it. Do they have copyright on it? Don't I feel like just do it and whatever. It just seems like it'd be trademarked. I don't know. I somebody wrote that is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I know the name of that person and I will tell you later. Oh. Ooh. Mm. A tease. A tease. I can't. I can't wait. Tell I me know. more. I would love to. So in case you were wondering and couldn't tell by my beautiful rendition of the theme song. We are talking about Clarissa Explains It All today. Woot woot. I'm going to try not to say and and so 500 million times. Oh no. Let's see how that goes. (laughs) Let's see how she does with that. Spoiler alert, it's going to be bad. And so. (laughs) And so. Shut up. (laughs) So much editing. Clarissa Explains It All premiered on March 23rd, 1991. You weren't even born yet and ran for five seasons. The show had really great ratings, but ended because Nickelodeon thought she was getting too old. What was she like 15? And they're like, nah, get out of here. You washed up. (laughs) You'll never work again in this town. You'll never work again in this town. I thought that was, yeah. I don't know what that accent was. I don't know what this accent, it's my own. All right. Well, you should trademark that too. Uh, And the show's creator, Mitchell, guy really meant to look up how to pronounce his last name. We're going to go Creekman 
or Kriegman. Kriegman sounds better. Yeah, we'll go Mitchell with that. Mitchell K. <laughs> MK. MK. Uh, he really wanted fans to be able to grow up with her, but that was not to be. This dude, by the way, wrote for a lot of notable places. He wrote for National Lampoon, The New Yorker, and Saturday Night Live. Hmm. And after Clarissa, he went on to work on Rocco's Modern Life, Doug, Ren and Stimpy, and Rugrats. Oh, shit. And he created Bear in the Big Blue House. What the fuck? Right? Mitch. Mitchie. Mitch. MK. He was a huge part of our childhood, and we didn't even know it. Didn't even know his name till now. How selfish of us. We were kids and afraid of spiders. Yes, and as we know, very selfish. <laughs> Very selfish and self-centered. We're so sorry, Mitchie. Um, so at the and time, so and sorry. So, God damn! See, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. I need a thesaurus. Anyway, whatever. And so so Nickelodeon at the time <laughs> mostly had game shows like Double Dare, and they only had one other sitcom, which I didn't know. Clarissa explains it all was the first. Nickelodeon show with a female lead. What was the other show? It was called like Hey Dude was the first sitcom. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. What was it about? No, I don't remember it, but I've I've just seen it come up on the internets. Oh. Let's move on. I can tell you nothing more about it. Okay, fine. Cool. So hers was the first Nickelodeon show with a female lead. Other shows that followed. Did I say so again? Is that what you're laughing? No, I just got um, distracted with my pop filter. I can push my face into it. And it reminds me of, remember those toys that they were like beds of nails, but not. And you could push your face in. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Do you realize I'm going to have to edit this episode for like 14 hours? (laughs) (laughs) Because we are so on our bullshit. I think it's I think you can keep everything so far. Great. Okay. No no notes. <laughs> no notes. You're doing great. Can I please tell you about the other female-led shows that followed hers? Yes, please. Can I please? Mm-hmm. The Secret World of Alex Mack, that was 1994. The Amanda Show, 1999. <gasps> and I know The Mystery Files of Shelby Wu was 1996. That one I'm not familiar with. Did you ever watch that last one? Um, I wonder if I look it up, if it would ring any bells. Because I feel like one of the things that was so fun about the 90s was oftentimes you would watch things and you could watch like every Saturday at this time and you had no idea what the fuck you were like. You didn't know what it was called because you maybe always <laughs> missed like the title or something. Like there is an anime I have been trying to find for, I kid you not, like 20 something years, but I know none of the character names. I only know it was on, <laughs> no. I think, Tsunami or no, sorry, Toonami. But that doesn't really narrow it down. And uh, I kind of love hate that Mm -hmm. where you're like, yeah, I watched this. I don't know what the name is. I do not recall it. It just lives in my brain. And I also don't know if it's a dream. That's how the Star Wars movies are from our childhood. Okay. I just realized that two of the there were like two sequences where I was like, holy shit, I did not like this wasn't a fever dream. This is this is where it's from. Anyways. Oh, funny. I do kind of love that, though, because then someday something is going to unlock what that show was. Like, you're going to figure it out someday. You might be 35, you might be 75. And it'll happen. Yeah. It will happen. It, it's my white whale. I love that for you. Thank you. It's good for me to have goals. 
<laughs> it is good to have goals. I saw you react to the Amanda show on that list, and we will cover that at some point. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Loved that show. That's me. What was her name? Was it Ask Ashley or? I think it was Ask Ashley. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And she would get so mean and crazy. It was so good. Even dad loved it. And dad doesn't like things. Yes. He would crack up at that. God. But this isn't about Amanda. No, 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 no. It's about Clarice. Uh, (laughs) Clarissa. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. When... Kriegman or Kriegman, I'm so sorry, was creating this show. He knew that Nickelodeon needed a female character. In an interview with Mental Floss back in 2013, he said, quote, I knew that they needed a girl. They had all this boy stuff and they weren't seeing girls in the modern way that girls existed. And he also wanted to make Clarissa relatable to both boys and girls. He said, quote, as big a deal as it was at the time, it was a pretty mild idea. Don't alienate the boys, he says. I don't think there's any giant biological barrier to a guy identifying with a girl or a girl identifying with a guy if the issues are universal to both of them. In that sense, it's not rocket science, end quote. That is really fucking progressive. Right? For the 90s. Yeah, especially when you think about like, I mean, the how gendered things like i mean they still are of course but like that's so cool especially like coming from a guy because for things to be better for women you do have to have male allies like that's just just facts that's really cool that not only did he realize like we need girls represented on this but also just that like she can or like she should be relatable to boys and also she can be like it's just kids can relate to kids. Yes. Regardless of gender. You know, of course, Ty, he took a lot of like child education classes and whatnot in college because that's what he ended up getting his degree in. And he was talking, we were talking about um, years and years ago, how it's really interesting that like if it's a boy character, they can be seen for both genders. But usually if something has a female lead, it's just for girls. And then it's like, like if a boy likes it, it's more like he's an outlier. Yes, exactly. I've noticed that. So yeah, I was really impressed by what he said about it. And for this reason, I didn't really look up this Mitchell guy as a person now because I was so afraid that there would be like allegations or something, you know, like you start to think like, Mm -hmm. oh, this person is great. So forgive me if he has turned out to be a terrible person. I don't really want to know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want my heart broken because he says a lot of great stuff regarding Clarissa. And I just want to feel good about it. I'm going to look. Carry okay. on. All right. You can look. Also, to research his character, Clarissa, he read Teen Magazines and got help from his wife, who was an editor at Seventeen Magazine. Okay. That's badass. Also, his wiki doesn't have any, um, there's no controversy section. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because I was too scared. I was, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't handle this, especially last night when I really felt like I was doing a shitty job with research anyway. I was like, I just, I can't. Mitchell is like the cornerstone of my story and I can't. Well, I'm glad we know that. And now I need you to concentrate because we're going into trivia. Sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. I just, I did a Google and I don't see anything creepy. Good job, Mitch. I mean, probably shouldn't get a good job for not being a creep, but you know what? <laughs> In this day and age, good job. <laughs> you know the joke? It's been made like a thousand times, but it's like whenever um, like a male celebrity or something is like trending on any platform, it's just like, oh God, please say he's dead. Please say it's just that he's dead. <laughs> Seriously. 
Yeah, I had uh, that recently about there there was like a male writer and podcaster that I like um recently. It was like a number of years ago and he was trending and I truly was like please say it's just that he died. Like, please uh-huh. say it's not. Because it was following a release of like a bunch of, this guy's a creep. And it was just something like, whoever the guy was, it was like, guy poses with dog in cute Instagram update. And I was like, okay, okay. It was a cute oh photo. It was like, good for you. Well, I mean, that's great. But like, let's not scare the masses, please. Let's be careful about what we let trend. Okay? Truly. All right. Are you ready for your first trivia question? Let's do this. I also almost read the answer instead of the question. (laughs) What kind of pet did Clarissa own and what was its name? An iguana named Crackers. You're wrong, but you're kind of close with the reptile thing, actually. The kind of lizard? She had an alligator (laughs) named Elvis. Do you remember this at all? Because I didn't remember it until I watched the show again. So I have to be honest, the only thing I remember from the show is like a brief scene of the guy going in through the window. I was so little. I don't really, I do not remember this. I I remember like, yeah, pretty much that. I don't really remember anything from it. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I wasn't sure how much you'd remember. I think I only watched like the first few episodes of the first season because I had to like do a trial of a subscription and I wasn't going to continue that subscription. So I just watched as much as I could in the time I had it. And I'm going to show you how to pirate stuff later. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it did again, unlock some of those memories and things that I, I did not recall at all. I was surprised when I saw the alligator. (laughs) That Yeah, that would be a surprising plot. It's just in a kiddie pool in her room. Okay, that re- I remember a kiddie pool. Yeah. No, there's an alligator mm-hmm. in it. And for the f- first season, or at least part of the first season, it was a real alligator, FYI. That's incredible. Right? But then apparently the shots to the alligator were just kind of boring because it didn't really do anything. So they- They chill a lot. Yeah, they they don't really do all that much when they're not attacking. Yeah. Okay, so an alligator named Elvis. And again, the show's creator, good old Mitch, got the idea for Elvis the alligator from an ex-girlfriend who had a wading pool in her apartment that had like tadpoles and turtles and all sorts of stuff. His quote about that is, wow, that is just so weird. (laughs) He put it in his show. (laughs) I love that. I love him. Okay, this is the only other trivia question I have. What color was not allowed to be used on set? Oh, weird. Um, okay. I mean, obviously, I, uh, I've seen it. There's there's white in there. There's some pink. I'm pretty sure I saw yellow. I saw black. Is it brown? It is not brown. It is purple. Oh, why? I know. Weird. It actually became sort of a joke. So when he started the show, Kriegman got advice from a colleague or something who told him, quote, the first thing you do when you go down there, come up with something arbitrary that everybody's got to do and stick to it and never explain it. (laughs) He did have an idea about what he wanted the wardrobe and the feel of the show to be like. And because he wanted the show to appeal so much to girls and boys, he wanted her to wear pink and blue. And then he just decided that purple would ruin that and then just went with the no no purple rule. That is weird, but maybe clever. 
It is kind of clever. And he says it just sort of grew from that. He says, quote, inside I was laughing a little bit. It was a weird little thing. And by the way, the Lisa, the show's costume designer, snuck in a bunch of purple plenty of times. I'm sure it was like cute for her at first and then and then it was less so. Yeah. She's probably like, let me let me do my job, Mitch. Let me do my job, Mitch. It bothers me that you only have you keep doing just two questions. I would like it to be an odd number, please. Normally I do prefer odd numbers. I couldn't really think of another good trivia question. I really tried. Okay. Well I'm sorry. Do better next time. <laughs> Literally trying so hard. <laughs> So hard. All right. Okay. Collect the show stars Melissa Joan Hart, obviously, as 13-year-old Clarissa Darling. Her name is inspired a bit by the Darling family from Peter Pan, but the show's creator has never revealed the true reason behind her name. Ever. Like the Clarissa part? Yeah. He's never explained why he named her Clarissa. I wonder if he just doesn't have an explanation and is kind of going with like the purple thing. He might a little bit of just pretending it's a big secret, but it's really like I just saw it and I was like, cool, that'll work. Yeah, that very well could be. Knowing Mitch the way I do now, Mm -hmm. that's absolutely something he would do. It seems really like MK. For sure. MK also had a show Bible that described Clarissa as, quote, the Ferris Bueller of girldom, but also kind of Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes, which I love. Ooh, I love that. She really was a progressive character. Uh, Her friend Sam, played by Sean O'Neill, is described as a, quote, tip of the iceberg character. There's always a backstory to everything he says. There was one episode where Clarissa and Sam went on a date, but ultimately decided they were better off as friends. I will say I wish they would have just kept them as friends because I kind of hate when shows do that anytime there's like a guy-girl friendship that they have to think about romance or enter into romance territory, but it is what it is. Yeah. I feel like that is very Disney Channel and very Nick Mm -hmm. that if there's two characters of opposite genders, they're like they shall date at some point or if it's like there's always like a guy best friend and a girl best friend and usually like they'll date if the main character and the guy best friend don't date that kind of seems to be or vice versa kind of seems to be what happens which is frustrating because what's funny is and not funny is i mean that i feel like that carries on to actually beyond nick and disney to just things in general and it's really frustrating because sometimes they'll be like I can't believe I'm bringing this fandom up, but it's happening. So with the Supergirl TV show, Lena Luthor becomes Supergirl's best friend. And those characters, like the actors had really good chemistry. Like just objectively, they had great chemistry. And it was one of those things that if Lena Luthor had been a male character played by a guy, they 100% would have put those two together in the show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And that happens a lot. And it's where like a lot of frustration from like B will come from is that like sometimes you'll have even too like I don't I think it's fair to say like in shows on like Nick and Disney, they'll have like the guy and the girl date and it just makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like sometimes it would make more sense for like the two characters, like the two boys or the two girls to date, but like they're not going to do that, of course. Yeah, I always just find it a little frustrating. At the same time, I do understand that in certain shows there is a like will they, won't they sort of thing if the characters have some chemistry. But 
in a lot of cases, it does seem like they just shove the two characters together because one's a boy and one's a girl. And I think that's lazy. I wish it was always like chemistry and story that drove it and not just like, well, we have these two characters that we're just defaulting a straight. It's just, it's boring. It's boring. And it's yes. why like a lot of times I have gotten to the point where like, especially with reading, it's really hard for me to read straight things anymore because I'm so fucking tired of you guys. <laughs> like you're just, you guys are everywhere. And like 80% of the time, it's just because like you're there, you know? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, let's put the two straights together. And I'm like, it's so goddamn boring. And I'm so tired of it that, <laughs> I'm like, it is it, like every now and then I'll even tell Kelsey, I'll be like, okay, so this is straight, but it's so good that even I like ship the straight couple. <laughs> good. Back to Clarissa. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> it's good. I've had like two pumpkin beers, so I'm a little tangenty. A pumpkin beer. Well, like October festy beers. Okay. Oh, I see it. I see that orange can. What? What? I thought you were going to smash it against your head. I thought about it, but... Do it. I'm working on my impulse control. Oh, that's good for you. Thank you. Snaps for you. Okay. And again, I say back to Clarissa. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the rest of the main cast also includes Jason Zimbler as her little brother, Ferguson. Do you remember Ferguson or that name? Because I didn't remember her brother was named Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Not not really. Uh, obviously, I saw it in the little trailer you sent. Oh, true. True, true, true. Uh, her father is named Marshall Darling, and he was played by Joe O'Connor. Now, the reason I have all these actors' names in here is because I sort of assumed with Clarissa being such a popular show and how Melissa Joan Hart's career kind of took off from that, that these would be pretty well-known people and other things. And when I looked at their IMDb's, they didn't have a whole lot of credits to their name, which is not, I'm not trying to like shame them or anything. But if you're wondering why I'm saying these names, but you're also going, that name doesn't sound familiar. That's why I left them in my notes. It is what it is. Joe O'Connor was in an episode of Sabrina though. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. Uh, as a character named Joe, didn't look further into it. That's fine. That's all we need. Yeah. Uh, Clarissa's mother, Janet Darling, was played by Elizabeth Hess. And I think I already said her best friend, Sam, was played by Sean O'Neill. Clarissa's dad was an architect who designed unusual shaped buildings. And her mom worked as a teacher at a children's museum. Her mom was also very like experimented with organic foods. And she was always making kind of weird, gross recipes as well. I wish I could add more to that. I literally all I remember is that one clip I told you about. And then like I saw the trailer, but it's really I, I it's a bummer. Like you're making it sound so cool that I wish I remember more. I would definitely watch more episodes. I just don't want to pay for them. Uh, you already mentioned this, but Sam always came to see Clarissa by way of a ladder through her window. Always. That was, you'd see that ladder like clunk against the window frame and here came Sam. And the idea behind this was to help keep the show moving at a faster pace, but also from a kid's perspective, rather than going through the whole like, he has to ring the doorbell and interact with her parents every time he wants to go see Clarissa. And it's funny how normal I thought this was as a kid, because as a parent, the idea of some kid using a ladder to get into my kid's room at all hours 
is frightening. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's delightful and whimsical as a child, but I've been listening to uh all of my true crime shows today. So it just makes me very nervous. Lock your yeah. doors, everybody. Just lock them up, lock those windows, burn all your ladders. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, that actually sounds like a red flag. Uh, does he also pull the wings off of butterflies and <sighs> wet the bed? What What do we really know about Sam? What do you said, uh, tip of the iceberg, is the rest of the iceberg <gasps> evil? Murder. Damn it, Sam. <sighs> okay. Well, we don't have time to delve into that, but just, just think about that, people. And if your child has a friend who will only come see them, by ladder, that might be a problem. Yeah, like also a problem with your parenting. You should probably be better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that we've addressed that elephant in the room, another thing I noticed when re-watching those few episodes is that Clarissa and Ferguson really go after each other. The first episode, the pilot episode, is literally her trying to put him in a straitjacket, a real straitjacket, and send him away attached to some big balloons. <gasps> I mean, I mean, sometimes siblings are really frustrating. So. <laughs> I guess so. But most episodes, like, she is literally trying to kill him. The 90s. <laughs> the 90s. I love how they're like, we need to think of content that's relatable to both <laughs> genders, and it's trying to murder your younger sibling. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. it's crossing boundary just crossing those barriers you know mm -hmm. that no you're you're not wrong uh, there's also a lot of name calling between the two that i didn't recall from watching it as a kid clarissa's nicknames for ferguson include ferg face ferg wad ferg head ferg lips ferg breath <laughs> None of those are very good, but... Um, <laughs> not great, but she's 13. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, I'm trying to think if you and I had like mean nicknames for each other. I was trying to think about that because honestly, comparatively, I feel like we were a lot nicer to each other, but I don't know. Maybe we were just sneakier about our rivalry. I don't think... Oh, well, that's the thing. I don't think we ever had a rivalry. It was never like one of us, or at least I never felt like, oh, I have to like get mom and dad's attention or, you know, you're in the spotlight or anything like that. It was more of just like we would do something that would piss the other one off. Yeah, that's true. Is I wonder if it's a brother-sister thing. I don't know. I mean, it was obviously exaggerated because it was a television show, but mm -hmm. they were really mean to each other. And I don't think you and I were that mean, except for the biting the biting for a while was rough. It maybe went but on too long. But you were really little. Well. It, it went on a bit too long. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a little bit of. I know, but I'm trying to be, because that's the thing. You were always like pretty nice to me, except I guess you became sort of shitty when you were like a, in high school. That's when you were really, you could be really mean to me. But I did used to bite you and then hang on <laughs> and I would have to be removed by an adult. That is true. That, that, Yeah. That did happen a number of it times. It hurts so bad. I still remember it. I still remember those times. I feel really bad now. Yeah, well. I remember, the. I think it might have been the last time I bit you because it was like that monument, <laughs> like monumental. Like, I, I remember it being um at the, I guess it wasn't your first house, but it was mine, the green one. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. And walking from the 
Oh, where you park the cars with the basketball hoop. Drive. Driveway. Drive. <laughs> drive. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh. Uh stepping down from the like the driveway onto the little walking path. I remember just like chomping into your I think it was your shoulder. Not shoulder exactly, but like side like bicep. Like I was going for the meat. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that too? I remember the bicep being a popular spot for you to bite. I don't remember that specific incident. The incident I remember for whatever reason was at like the top of the stairs to the basement. Remember there was that weird little door that had like the the little window at the top and the uh-huh. they weren't bars, they were more like spindles. Fancy bars. Fancy bars. I just didn't want it to sound like we had a jail basement. <laughs> it was like there was basement. a door and there were bars on it. <laughs> Did I bite you through the spindles? No. Oh, no, I just remember it being there specifically for some reason at the top of the stairs where you bit and hang hung on and mom had to come get you off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did like to bite you. Good times. Anyway, yeah, we were really nice to each other. Uh, Clarissa is super spunky and she talks directly to the camera when explaining her life, which again was kind of a unique way to go about a sitcom back in the day, especially for a kids sitcom. Initially though, crazy, network executives didn't like her that much and thought she was too rude and sarcastic. It's the sexism. Yeah, it's the sexism of it all. But here comes Mitchell. Uh, He was pretty used to, unfortunately, this criticism of his female characters and said in an interview, quote, that's usually the initial response to my girl characters. And I always say the same thing. If a boy were saying this thing and doing this thing, would you be complaining that they were being too rude or they're being too sarcastic or jokey with their parents? The answer is no. That's better than what I would have said, which would have been just fuck off. That's a little more Maybe he said that too. Maybe he said that too. I, I feel like he nailed it. I mean, that's exactly it. That, you know, the like little brother, I feel like the little brother character and stuff is always able to like be snarky and whatnot. And there's no question about whether or not that's okay. <sighs> I like Mitchell. I love Mitchell. And she and Ferguson, again, are mean to each other. And although it did make me a little uncomfortable as an adult, because I'm like, wow, that seems maybe unhealthy. It did. And I hate this about myself, but. I was more, not okay with, but more used to the little brother being that way and not necessarily the sister giving it right back to him. Yeah. That makes me think immediately of like even Stevens, where I feel like yes. Ren would handle it more like, like girls are kind of taught to handle things of like, yes. you can be pissed about it, but you need to like still like kind of restrain yourself. And especially like, don't, even if they're being physical, don't get physical back and stuff. Uh-huh. That'll be an episode too. Yes. Yeah. We do need to discuss that one. And granted, both the girls in those scenarios are also older siblings. So I understand there's probably a little bit of an element of maturity, but there's definitely sexism there, but Mitchell's not here for it. And he's not going to let people tell him what to do. And I'm here for Mitchell. Same. Is it creepy if we tag him? I don't know if he's even on Instagram. We should tag him if he is. Okay. We'll tag him if he is. We'll find you, Mitchell. That was creepy. I was going to say, ooh, let's walk that. Let's walk that back. There's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about her room. Did I? Oh, I don't think I sent you a picture of her room, but you saw the clip, right? I did see the clip. Yeah. And I saw it when I was looking up alligators. 
Okay, <laughs> fantastic. So her room is pink, but it has this big black checkered pattern on one wall. And what I assume are hubcaps on another. I'm not a car person. And apparently when Mitchell told the designer to paint those huge checkers on the wall with car paint, a cameraman actually said, quote, what is she possessed by the devil? (laughs) The devil? The devil. The devil. I am looking at a picture of her room right now. It's amazing. She has an entire wall of hats. It's pretty fucking cool. There's a science experiment in the corner. There's a dollhouse her dad made her. And then, of course, her clunky desktop computer in her room. Oh. Right? Yeah. Nobody had a computer in their room at that time. That was so fucking cool. Yes. I do kind of remember that. I do kind of remember that. So fucking cool. Because we always had either a computer room or like some shared you know, computer desk or space that you had to go to. So we couldn't talk to predators. Yeah, I still did though. (gasps) You talked to predators? Well, I mean, it was in chat rooms and they (gasps) weren't non-predatory. Oh my God. We have to talk about this in in an MSN. We were so stupid. I was too afraid of getting kidnapped. You should have been. We were stupid. Yeah, we would talk with complete strangers. And guess who the we is in this scenario? Is it? No. Is it? Yes. It was way earlier. We're going to have to bleep her name though. That's what I mean though. Like we were young. We were little. And we were at her parents' house at her computer in full view of the kitchen. We're bleeping her parents or we're bleeping her name, right? Name? Yeah. Okay. Well, her parents were cunts. Well, yeah, they were. So, you know what? Don't bleep it. Let's just send this to them. They should hear it. (laughs) Great. They absolutely would have the time to sue us, FYI. Yeah, yeah. They would be that rude. (laughs) Now I could see that. The computer wasn't just a prop. So she actually creates video games throughout the series to like explain some of the episode themes. What? Which is very cool. So she's like a freaking computer programmer. This, okay, this makes me, this is making me so mad because you said it came out in 91. So I wasn't even born. So like when this was on the air, I was so little. Mm-hmm. Doesn't this seem like it'd be so up my alley? I said so, yes. so many times. So, so, so. But I'm, I'm genuinely, I am sweating with anger. You should be because you were just a dumb baby when this was out. I was just a dumb baby. And then because you couldn't like go on YouTube and watch clips of things like you had to just catch it on Nickelodeon. I only got to, like I, I know I watched little bits of it, but uh, biscuits. I bet you can find it. I mean, it is. Streaming. It's not the same. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's not the same because I'm 30 now. I should have watched it. Like if I could have watched it when I was like 11, it would have been perfect it would have been you know how i love tech stuff i know i thought of you a lot (sighs) the homophobia of time (laughs) i think you would still enjoy it now though okay i'm just saying you should watch a few episodes because melissa joan hart is darling i mean she is you would love her she is very much like you or you like her or something no do the first one i like the first one better okay fine fine thank you Uh, So speaking of computers, the graphics that were part of the show were extremely hard to create in the 90s. Her theme song had where she drew her name. Do you remember that? She wrote it backwards and then she flipped it around. 
Yeah, I do remember that. And it blew my fucking mind. Right? And then they would use graphics throughout the episodes too. And these had to be created. (laughs) And I meant to look this up as well, but maybe you can. They had to hire a graphic artist who used something, a special computer called a Quantal paint box. Quantal paint box. I've never heard of such a thing. I'm going to read this from the wikis. Okay. The Quantal Paint Box was a dedicated computer graphics workstation for composition of broadcast television video graphics. Produced by the British production equipment manufacturer Quantel, which via a series of mergers is now part of Grass Valley, its design emphasized the studio workflow efficiency required for live news production. Can I just say? Yeah. That was an excellent newscaster voice. Thank you. I do voices. Yeah. I should have gotten to D&D. I think of this too. I had one chance to play D&D as a kid, but I didn't even know we were playing D&D. And then we all got distracted and then we went and got ice cream. And I'm like, I would have, I wish I would have started playing that before my 20s. Anyways, it's fine. A lot is happening emotionally for me right now, though. <laughs> Are you in the middle of a crisis? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this would be so emotional. I didn't either. Here we are. All right. Well, brace yourself because we're going to talk about her fashion sense now, and I don't want to send you over the edge. (sighs) Okay. I am braced. Okay. Hang on. So, God damn it. (sighs) I need different. What are the words for things that get you into a sentence? Transitions. Thank you. I need different transition words. Okay. Furthermore. No, no. That's that's worse. (laughs) Ugh. Well, listen, Clarissa is known for her super unique fashion sense. And I did watch this episode. It's really demonstrated in the episode where she is trying to find an outrageous outfit to make her stand out on school picture day. She wants to be super unique and every look she tries on is more outlandish than the last. But her mom tries to talk her out of wearing something too wacky because she thinks she'll look back on it and hate it or be embarrassed. But she does eventually let Clarissa make the decision herself, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. And I really admired her for wanting to stand out that much because my entire existence has consisted of wanting to blend in and not make waves, especially in junior high and high school. So I wish I would have worn what made me happy and not cared what anyone else thought like her. She was having so much fun trying on the weirdest things, the craziest pattern combinations, hats were involved. It was beautiful. Obi, what would you what would you have dressed like if you weren't trying to blend in and be cool? Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, I think I would have kept my kindergarten mullet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a bold choice, but I'll support you. Oh, what would I have worn? I think, especially in high school, I followed the trend. You can't even call it a trend. It was so basic of like the polo shirts, like the Abercrombie polo shirts, Mm -hmm. although I didn't usually have Abercrombie, but they had some sort of little symbol that made it sort of look like it could be and jeans. And it was so basic and stupid and boring. And it wasn't really what I wanted to wear but it's what everybody else was wearing. And I can't even think of what it was I wanted because it never even crossed my mind that I could do something else. 
I'm learning so much about you. Oh my god! And this makes me sad. Yeah, I'm a sad person. You did own a lot of polos. So many polos. I hate polos. A lot of um, just like basic V-neck t-shirts with the mm-hmm. that like kind of cap girl sleeve. Yep, and they had to be tight. I was going to say they were tight, and they <laughs> tweet, and they always were like like an inch above the jean line. Like yes, the, yeah, and the jeans were low. My vajuj was barely covered. Barely covered. Yeah, they were real low. Real low. Real, real low. So apparently, even though I watched Clarissa, I didn't absorb any of the lessons. You could have worn my cool zip-off jeans, and then you could have had jorts for activities. Don't ever say jorts in my presence again, please. (laughs) That's upsetting. Never. (laughs) Never, ever would I do that. Ever. Ironically, at the end of the episode, her one-of-a-kind outfit, everybody else is wearing it, which is rude. Oh. And she's so angry. (laughs) That would be really upsetting because it seemed like she put a lot of effort into it. She did. And I'm guessing she wasn't wearing a skin-tight V-neck from American Eagle and the tightest low, 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 low Marisis jeans. No. Uh, I believe she was wearing lots of layers and a hat, which was kind of her whole jam fuck i love layers i've been thinking about how like i look best in layers and i need to do more layering i do love a layered look but usually where we live it's either so freaking hot that you can't layer anything or you'll die Mm -hmm. or it's so freaking cold that you have all the layers on and you just look like a big lump yeah like a lump of sweater a sweater lump if you will I will. I will. And I won't at the same time because I don't want to be a sweater lump. But I love I I mean, it is the clothing of my people. I love a good flannel, like an open (laughs) flannel with a t-shirt and jeans. Mm -hmm. Those are nice. I need to get those. Remember those shoes you showed me in Denver? They were on your feet. Yes. Yeah. My Vionics. Yeah. My geriatric shoes. Yeah. But they're cute. I have a bad back, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should get them for me. Okay. You, the listeners. <laughs> if, oh, not okay. me. Okay, great. Uh, if I wear flannel over a t-shirt, because I do like to do that sometimes, is that appropriation of your people? <laughs> um, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. I am granting you permission, but that just means that you can only do it in front of me. Otherwise, I can't speak for all lesbians. Okay, that's fair. That's fine. That's fair. I understand. But no, it's a, it's a great look. It's just comfy. Mm-hmm. Love layers. Yep. Love them. Add some dimension, some interest. Ooh, I love wearing a t-shirt, a flannel, and then a jean jacket. <gasps> oh. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. three layers there. That is three. That's three. Yeah. You watch Sesame Street. Good for you. <laughs> Sesame Street kind of creeped me out as a kid. <gasps> I know. Okay. You'll have to do that episode. I guess so. We are so off topic. We're so off topic. But this is good because I didn't feel like I did enough research. Like I still have more, but I was going, oh my gosh, is this going to be an embarrassingly short episode? And it's not because we're just talking. We're just moving our lips, Mm -hmm. our skin flaps, our teeth, shields. (laughs) Remember, okay, this is off subject too. Remember in Kimmy Schmidt, where Titus sings a whole song about how teeth are just outside bones. <laughs> <laughs> Man, or just remember that show. 
Remember that show? <sighs> Everybody think about it for a minute. Hmm. Hmm. Unbreakable. Fun fact. Melissa <laughs> Joan Hart. <laughs> uh, Melissa Joan Hart saved every piece of clothing she wore on that show. Holy sh- Like, she still has them? As of the article I read that was a, a year in time, yes. Shit. That's incredible. Yeah. And it was like her talking as an adult. So, I mean, as an adult, she still had them. So, I'm going to assume she still has them. That's really cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Little known fact, there was a Clarissa album in 1994. Oh. Yeah. Clarissa and the Straight Jackets released <laughs> This Is What Nana Means. That was the name of the album. It's really fucking funny. Right? And Rachel Sweet who sings the show's theme song, collaborated on it, and Melissa Joan Hart did the lead vocals. The album was so good that, again, the network executives, aka the Buzzkills, thought it was too real, so they like cut the songs down a bunch and made other changes to keep it more goofy and ruined it. What? Why are they executives? Why are they here? Who invited them? Because patriarchy. <sighs> I know. Yeah, so they effed it up, and Mr. Mitchell didn't even want to put his name on it by the time they got Aww, done with it. Yeah, not he, MK. Not MK. They ruined it. You live and die for the MK. They killed his dream. They killed our dream. Yeah, they killed JFK. I didn't know that would get you so well. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> just, you don't expect a JFK reference when, when talking about Clarissa explains it all, I guess. It got me. <laughs> oh. oh, and there's that lag too. So there was basically no expression on your face for a minute. And I was like, oh, well, shit. That didn't land. <laughs> What's funny is there's not lag at my on my side, really. Oh, interesting. No, there's a bit of one on mine, and so I'll say something and just think that you're like, "Well, that was fucking stupid." <laughs> no, sometimes I'm just thinking of if I can say anything good because, like, normally I'm just reacting, but every now and then I'm like, I don't have anything good to add here, or sometimes I get distracted because this room's really messy. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I mean, you can see it. It's bad. It is bad. I need to collect myself because you got me crying. <sighs> I didn't think you would find it that funny. It was good. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is going to make you mad because it made me mad. Uh-huh. A pilot for a spinoff series called Clarissa Now was pitched by Craigman, Craigman in 1995, and it was supposed to run on CBS in an attempt to draw younger viewers to the network but it wasn't picked up and it would have depicted Clarissa as a college student working at a newspaper in New York, which sounds rad. What the fuck? Yeah. We kind of got that season in Sabrina, but like, what the hell? I know. And <sighs> oh no, there was also supposed to be a revival of the show called Clarissa 2.0 in 2018, but it reportedly just fizzled out according to Melissa Joan Hart. I there's been a lot of 
revivals and attempted revivals. Yeah. I feel like of like 90s and 2000s shows and they're not the same. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you've read um, Jeanette McCurdy's book. Yes. I really hope I'm saying her name. First of all, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but she kind of just how she talks about like the revival of iCarly and, mm. and stuff like that. Like I kind of any of those shows being revived in a weird way. It also kind of makes me sad because yeah. a lot of times, you know, they're not like reviving things where people have gone like I feel mean. Why? Well, just because, like, it just kind of makes me sad because it's, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, a lot of the people in it you haven't heard from since that. Oh. And so I feel bad when it falls through because I'm, like, this was probably, like, a really big opportunity for them. No, I get what you're saying. But you just can't recreate a 90s show in this day and age. It doesn't land the same. It doesn't feel the same. It just... I get... I understand the want. I really do. But it is not the same. It won't feel the same. And like you said, it just kind of makes you sad. Cut everything I said and just keep in what you said, please. Because that, yes. Why? Yours wasn't bad. You weren't being mean. Okay. I just don't want to be mean to anyone. No, I didn't think you were mean. I was going to name drop some shows that tried to do that. (laughs) No, and again, not to be like, you guys suck, but just in like shows I really liked and was actually excited about the revivals. And then I was like, oh yeah, it just, it doesn't, you know what? I'll do it now. Let me do it now. And I'll decide if I want to cut it. Arrested Development. Mm, I didn't end up watching uh, the revival just because it didn't look it didn't look like it worked. And they tried. I mean, they're all amazing actors. It was an amazing show. It just didn't feel the same. It wasn't the same. Will and Grace tried it. Oh. Loved that freaking show. But it just it was like, eh, it felt very forced. And I think maybe that's the problem is like everybody's coming back to these characters 10 plus years down the road and trying to play those same characters. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. I think a lot of times too is because just, I mean, the difference between now and the nineties and now and even like the two thousands or like the 2010s, like when you think about how new social media was in the 2010s, they are such different. I don't know. The characters feel so just tied to their setting that it feels really weird to try and be like, okay, let's take like Lizzie McGuire and make her modern. Yeah, you're right. And I just, I'm kind of like, you know, it's okay to still love these things, but also I'm like, it's good that we move on. No, you're absolutely right. So I, that one I'm not super disappointed about. I think the pilot spinoff could have been amazing Mm -hmm. and shame on you cbs shame shame nobody can see it we're doing a the finger it's a different finger it's a scarier finger it's a worse finger it's like what does that even mean i don't how do you even explain it's like one finger that's gonna just sound your pointer finger it's you, you have two pointer fingers correct yes correct and one, one is point one at the person you're shaming. Pointed. And then you take the other one on top of it and you just sort of <laughs> rub it. <laughs> and flick it off of the nail of the, the one that's pointed at the shaming. Yes. And then you go, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. Why? Is that, was I that from know. grandma? Yes. And I don't understand the finger motion. I, I never knew what it meant. I still don't know what it means to this day. This is just like bringing up a lot this yeah. episode who knew we'll have to ask mom as she knows Mouks. mom if you're listening phone in please 
<laughs> Please call <laughs> right now. But, but yeah, when you listen to this episode, can you just text us what it means? Thank you. We love you. Thanks. My nope, not my last note. When will the lies stop? <laughs> Kriegman did write a book though called Things I Can't Explain, which was published in 2015 and continued Clarissa's story in that. It was a story about her and her 20s. It's essentially what the spinoff series would have been in book form. I was super excited about this, so I got on the interwebs to find it. He has an actual website, and when I clicked on the links to buy it, the Barnes & Noble link was just poof, gone. It didn't exist. And on Amazon, you can only buy it hardcover for like 50 bucks. Oh, no. And then there's an Audible version, which... I didn't want, and even that one was kind of expensive. So, Mitchell, since we're friends, <laughs> can we please? I would love to read this book, but I'm I'm so sorry though. I'm not going to spend fifty dollars on it. We'll still pay you. Yeah, I don't have that though, Mitchell. Do you understand? Like, I just don't have it. We'll still pay you. We want to pay you for your work, of course. But we don't want Audible. Yeah, I don't want Audible. I'm super picky about who reads what it. About, would you do a 1999? I would do a 1999 for sure. That's okay. reasonable, especially for a hardcover. I get it. Yeah. The cover's hard. Just like get back to us. In conclusion, <laughs> even Sorry. though I wasn't able to watch all five seasons as an adult, I would say from what I did watch and from what I've read, the show and its star hold up pretty well. And I was pretty nervous going into this one because it was a show about a teenage girl in the 90s. So it conjured all sorts of images for me of girls who dumb themselves down for guys and are only allowed to be interested in typical girly things, which there's nothing wrong with the girly things part. You didn't see a lot of female characters with any dimension or layers. And I don't feel like Clarissa is one dimensional at all. She's super unique from her style to the way she talks. Her outfits were a true expression of herself, and she didn't tone them down to fit in or to please others. And she was witty and super smart. I want to go watch it because it sounds so much cooler than I even thought it was. It's getting late. We're getting weird. We started weird and we got weirder. We really did. It just devolved. But you know what? What? It's been over an hour, which is great for my confidence because I really thought I was going to shit the bed on this one. Disgusting. Uh, No, I think you did a great job. It's made me really want to go check this out again. And that's all I got to add because I'm really hungry. At least watch some clips. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely watch some clips. She's adorable. And I love her. And we will talk more about Melissa Joan Hart on this show. And Sabrini. I was, oh, I, the word, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the episode last week, originally I had been going between a video game and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And then I asked Obi, I was like, Oberto, what are you working on? And you were like, Clarissa explains it all, you dumb piece of shit, as you <laughs> call me. <laughs> no, you're just like, Clarissa explains it all, exclamation mark. And I was like, I suppose I will not do Sabrini. And then here we are. Here we are, making false allegations about the things that were said. (laughs) That's rude. Do we have any like apologies or corrections or anything we need to do this episode? Probably a lot, because I feel like after every episode, mom texts us about things we misremembered, but (laughs) she's just a hater. 
She didn't have any for the last one, at least none that she's texted us. And it's too late now, mom. So yeah, no, she had one. We did our Barbie apology. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like there's... Oh, there have been more. There's been a few more, but that's... That's in the past. We can't worry about that now. Yeah, we're growing. Look, we're not ever intentionally lying or being assholes. Just read the pod room. That's it. That's exactly it. And if you can't, then shame, shame on you. Shame, shame. I am flicking the hell out of my finger right now. We are flicking at you hard. What is this? What, what is, is it? It? It, feels, it feels wrong now. It feels inappropriate. Is this supposed to be like a cross, do you think? Oh. Is it like the Lord is mad at you? Well, I think it's always that the Lord's mad at you and grandma's shaming you, but I don't... I don't know what this was supposed to be. Okay. I can't wait to hear from mom what that means. We'll keep you guys posted. The world needs to know. Mm -hmm. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, let's be done. Bye. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you so much. Mwah. Sid and Riley, we can't come to the phone right now. So leave a message after the beep. Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at Ruining Our Childhood Pod. Or send us an email at ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account, ko-fi.com slash ruiningourchildhoodpodcast. Later.